0: Welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Yeah. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it, from performing athletes flashy new gear and secret guacamole recipes yummy we've got you covered bro do you have questions we want to find answers want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure cool so do we now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral the supercast the supercast starts now
1: Happy Tuesday to you.
2: Good morning, y'all. It is Oh, Tuesday. my God.
1: <laughs> I'm so pumped.
2: On a Tuesday? I'm pumped. Why I'm, are you pumped? I'm just
1: happy. Leah, we have so many awesome projects going on for 2020. We do.
2: We have we a have lot of a good A plethora. Stuff. <laughs> lots and lots of good stuff. And if people just remember code BROCR, it's going to come in handy for a lot of awesomeness. First, Vanga, <laughs> of course. Um,
1: are, we doing our, are we doing sponsor shout outs right now?
2: Well, why not? We are going straight to let you know how awesome BROCR is and helping hook you guys up with some deals. Um, we are brought to you by Venga CBD, the only CBD product out there made by endurance athletes for endurance athletes.
1: Um, 15% off. Use code BROSIER. Okay, Leah, I'm going to tell you a little story tonight.
2: Tell me a story.
1: Okay. So I'm not going to lie. Me and Leah get regular su- – some Vanga supplements here monthly.
0: mm mm-hmm.
1: um, we, we plug them on the channel. We love them. We, we believe in the product. I used one of my products today, actually – on some friends at the gym, okay, and they are they're heavy lifters. If you guys are following me on Instagram right now, um, one of my friends was lifting about doing six hundred pound deadlifts. Okay, at the gym today, um, heavy shit, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: that's not just nothing to sneeze about.
1: <laughs> yeah, so uh, uh, another couple of my friends were doing like rowing and pull ups and stuff like that. He's getting back into to some hardcore stuff, and like we're trying to get him to the high rocks circuit. Okay. But I gave him some Vanga. I was like, listen. He's like, I've got some lower back pain. I've got some shoulder pain. I was like, okay, I'm going to give you, you know, one of my. Did you run them all
2: down with the balm? Well, I gave him some
1: balm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh It was from my shipments that I have here, and I've not used all my balm. I had an extra case here. I'm like, here, you and your roommate can use this. You guys work out hardcore. Use this. Mm Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there in the sauna afterwards, and he gets done. He comes in the sauna. He's like, I don't know what the hell that stuff is. (laughs) But he's like, it's legit. I, I don't know if it's a placebo effect, but like, give it a week. <laughs>
2: yep. Yeah. We're but, excited to bring the Vanga Boys back on and we will next talk week more. Yeah, we'll talk to them um and get into a little bit more detail about C B D and how um what its effects are on the body, what kind of um, ailments it can help and, and, and what the all they saw in Tahoe. Yes, and any other, um, you know, questions that y'all might have. So, you know, take this time. And reach out, out to us. us. Yeah,
1: yeah. If you've got questions about CBD oil and and its abilities to help athletes in the sport, message us. Message them. Talk to us. We want to answer your questions next week.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Goodness. So that's next week. This week on the podcast, though.
1: Holy pants! We got Chris Chapman. So Chris Chapman is an old friend of mine. Um, long name in the sport. He was a normal top 10 at most races he would go to. And then he became an official for Spartan. Um, you'll see him at a lot of like the Colorado races, the Midwest races. And then additionally, he's then become a certified pose method instructor.
2: Which I'll be honest, I've never heard of before. So this I... was an interesting <sighs> learn for me.
1: So about the time Chris got into the pose method, I was getting into the Wim Hof method and it was like, oh, I've got this. And he's like, well, I got this now. I'm like, You're well, we geeking all out together. <laughs> exactly, but we're talking about cool science-based learning. I right, mean Right, right. If there is if there is hard data behind becoming a better person and be, being better efficient at breathing, at running, we need to talk about it because it's yeah. important.
2: <laughs> well, we learned about it tonight, and you guys can too, so without further ado,
1: here's Let's Chris. Let's go to the phones. And we are now graced with a longtime friend of mine, Christopher Shatman.
3: Chris, how's it going, buddy? Oh, it's going well this this evening. Thanks for having me on. This is
0: exciting. It's
1: great.
2: Thanks for joining us. Welcome. So... Yeah. um
1: Chris, I've attended your classes and you've done weird breathing stuff with me over the Wim Hof method. You want to give our listeners a little bit of background about your pose method and kind of your history in the sport.
3: Sure. So uh, high level, I got tired of injuring myself running, Uh, whether that was in, you know, never learned how to run in high school, never learned how to run in my 20s. And it wasn't until I think I saw Hunter post something about this pose method like four years ago at this point. Yeah. I was like, maybe there's something with, uh, like, there's an actual way to run. Mm
0: -hmm. Like,
3: there's a skill to it, much like there's a skill to baseball or football or any other sport or getting over a wall or carrying a bucket without a lid. Uh, So anything, you know? So started looking into the pose method and it's really just a a series of drills, theory and concepts on how to run. And I think the biggest thing for me was you pull your feet from the ground and you fall mm-hmm. forward. It. It's not so, a push action.
2: So you're saying pose so for our listeners that's P O S E.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was it was Dr. Romanov out of Russia discovered pose method it's not like some new fancy way to run they just look at running as a series of poses so here's a pose where you land on your heel here's a pose where you're in the middle of your stride here's a pose where both feet are off the ground for example Um, and really they they broke it down to like three main poses Uh, so that would be the mid pose where you your feet kind of look like they're in a number four and then you fall from there, and then you pull your feet from the ground. The problem is most of us add a bunch of other junk to our running that causes extra time on support and extra impact, and just kills all forward momentum. So that's that's uh that's what we would try to work on is not killing forward momentum.
2: Now we hear all the time about running and the importance of. Leaning forward and pushing off the ground with each step. So you're saying that's wrong.
3: I'm saying that's wrong. That's right.
2: All right. So (laughs) if we want to completely reprogram on running, how does one run by this way?
1: You take a workshop, Leah. You take a workshop. <laughs> that sounds
2: like it. I mean, and you and you, hear and you
1: invest things. a little bit on your running.
2: <laughs> well, you hear from you know several run. You know, you you hear from different coaches and different run styles, and I mean, there's certain things that are just kind of pounded into your brain. Mm-hmm. One of which is you know pushing forward as you're running, leaning into it, um, 180 cadence, and you know whatever else the case may be. There's these kind of unwritten rules about running and you're kind of blowing things up here
3: yeah and the, i mean the 180 is definitely uh-huh. still that in was. play here like everything diaz talks about it's all gold so um, he just i think comes at running from a different approach the goal the end goal is still the same which is why pose method is just again it's like here's some drills you can do here's some theory behind it um Here's what you need to work on. Here's what you need to think about while you're running, um, and that's that was very mind blowing to me. Like, wait, you pull your feet from the ground. You don't push yourself forward because for years that was how I was taught to run, and that's how you that's how you go faster, right? You push yourself forward. You make your stride really long, and you beat yourself up as you finish that race. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's not how it works. Well, and
1: I think that it plays. Chris and I have been friends for a long time. Chris and I have been friends for, um, you know, longer than we need to be for him to put up <laughs> with my crap. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, we talked about Philip Math Tone and the Math Tone training.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I really see where the pose method follows through with this stuff and makes a, a big play on, at first, do no harm. Um, mm-hmm. Do every bit that you can to. Prevent injury, and that's that's one of the things I really. After taking your class on um, on the pose method, it really yeah. preached really well. Is okay. at First, we're going to do, we're going to get these basic things down so we're not hurting yourself and mm-hmm. using the best of your own ability.
3: Yeah, that is definitely the biggest piece of this. Is I was tired of injuring myself. I was tired of my knees being sore. I was tired of my hips being sore, um, and since you know i don't even want to say i've mastered the technique but i can go out and run comfortably and come back from that and not feel any joint pain so there's a big difference between joint pain and muscle pain or muscle soreness yeah agreed agreed
2: so can we break this down for you know application how does one do this
3: how does one You do take this? a class. Leo. You take well.
0: Well, yeah. I understand that, but I mean, if
2: we're sitting here talking about changing form, you know, we hear so often push and you know yeah. bounce Here's... off the ground, and you're saying fall onto the ground. My gut reaction is, ooh, joints, I'm falling and impacting.
3: But you've
1: got to Explain catch yourself. Explain
2: to me how that's different. That, that so, that's not happening.
3: So, so there is a fall to this whole pose method. The the. Difference is, instead of bending over at the waist, you are falling from your hips, basically, from that area. So that whole area falls first, and then your shoulders kind of come with it, as opposed to your shoulders leading. Because it's all about um, really where your center of gravity is. So if you bend over at the waist, your center of gravity is way out in front of you. So your feet are going to extend out in front of you to support you there, where your center of mass is. And then because of that, there's an equal and opposite reaction that goes out the back and you just got a real long slide and a real s- slow like one sixty five cadence at that point. Um, so the one thing I was thinking about before this call is like, all right, if I had to give everybody one drill to do, and they've okay, if they've been on my uh, Instagram page. they've probably seen it done a few times on there. And that is get yourself what? The bands, the band, the The band, one band, you only need one band. And they're like 18 bucks on Amazon. So if you don't, so you're $18 away from dramatically improving your running. Uh, So you get a big, one of those exercise bands that you can use to like assist yourself with doing pull-ups or something. Um, Tie that around a post and then you step into the band and put it around your waist, walk forward a little bit. So there's a little tension and then you just, you fall into the band at your hip area there. So, let me clarify that. The band should not be around, like, should not be around your belly button or waist area, but around your hip bones. Yep. So, have it around your hip bones, and you fall forward from that point. So, you look like you're, you know, doing kind of like a Michael Jackson move, where you, like, lean way forward, only not that far. Because I'm not sure how far forward. just so you're about not hinging,
2: You're leaning. In-
3: Yep. Yeah. There's no there's no hinging. Yeah. And apparently the the pose people don't like it when you say lean either. So it's it's fall. The word is fall. <laughs> <laughs> I've been I've been chastised by other pose method coaches because I don't use the right terminology. So, anyways, yeah. You are going to fall forward, and then once you get you know, like kind of bounce back, and then fall forward again, then rock back, fall forward again, and really challenge yourself. I mean, if you've got a running partner, have them stand in front of you. So if you do go too far, yeah, yeah, if you go too far, then they're there to catch you or laugh at you when you fall on your face. (laughs) That's that's what friends are there for, right? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, and then from there, once you get that feel of, okay, here's what it feels like to kind of fall and you get this, this motion going, start running in place. And actually let's stop there and take a step back. So Leah, are you in a place where you can run? in place
2: not at the moment not no
3: the moment. okay <laughs> right. okay so the one thing i like to have people do like even before we start doing any drills or anything is just, everybody just run in place just just run in place mm-hmm. all right let's make some observations are you heel striking no the answer is going to be no and if you are then
0: right. i'm going to get your
3: weird. money back <laughs> and you can <laughs> we'll talk later <laughs> uh, so you're not going to be heel striking and you're most likely pulling your feet off the ground. So why aren't you moving forward though? And the answer is because all of your weight is over your feet. So the your center of gravity is right over your supports. Okay. So as soon as you slightly shift your you know your hips forward
0: mm-hmm.
3: and move that center of mass in front of your supports you start All bruising, sudden, baby. Gravity, gravity is pulling down now, and there's nothing there supporting it, so you're gonna start moving forward. So before your next run, I challenge everybody to try this: just run in place. Don't lean or bend over, but just shift your hips forward, like drive forward. Has anybody seen the uh, Without Limits movie?
1: Pre-Fontaine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we? Are we really going to drop this on the BroCR podcast? I think yes. we are.
3: I think we yes. are. Was, yes. uh, so what? Bowerman calls pre over.
0: He's
3: like, <laughs> "Why are you running with your butt sticking out like that?" <laughs> right. So, so he's like, "All right, cock your hips up under you, like at the point of deepest penetration, penetration. <laughs> like a real sailor." <laughs> All righty. That so was from a movie. But no,
1: what
0: I'm it in
2: my brain is what we're talking about here. So you're thrusting your hips forward. There go. Your hips there are going goes. forward. all right Your
1: hips are going forward. But here's the thing. Here's the beautiful thing about it, Leah. If you want to speed up, you just increase that angle.
3: Yeah. yeah. So think about it like a throttle on an airplane or something. You push the that, throttle. Yeah, exactly. falling forward. And you can go up to like 22 and a half degrees before – he Gravity right. totally yes. takes over. And I think Bolt was only at like 18 and a half. I think that's where he was. So he could run faster.
2: So when we're talking about falling, <laughs> you know, my initial gut and what I was envisioning, we're not talking about like sudden impact. We're more or less Catching talking yourself. about pushing yeah. your hip, you know, guiding with your hips almost.
3: Yeah. So all the forward. Yep. And all the action, all the activity is really happening behind you. That's where, that's where all the movement is. So there's really little coming in front other than, you know, a bent knee and then you're landing right over your, your feet again, the ball of your you foot. Know, and and to our
1: listeners out there. So I, I've attended one of Chris's classes and I will say one of the best things that you possibly did. It threw me back to my pole vault days. Mm-hmm. We would sit here and, we had a crappy Polaroid camera that we would like shoot. It was one of the very first digital cameras like in 2007. Um, and we were going frame by frame looking at our pole vault drills.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And in your class, you did a great job of using that stuff and using a camera to like look at your form and say, okay, here's where you can slightly adjust things right there in the class and say, okay, here's, here's maybe a little bit of of a thing that you can do right now to, Mm -hmm. to improve your form. And really for me, it was catching that, that lean and catching Mm -hmm. that, that point of my hips to making it more efficient.
3: Yeah. The, the video review is critical to um, the class. So absolutely. We film right at the beginning. I don't Mm -hmm. give you time to warm up quote unquote, No stretching, you know, none of this junk that people typically do before they run, um, which that's a whole nother topic about how to get ready to run. But so we'll take a video at the beginning and then we'll take a video at the end. And what we're looking for is hopefully a reduction in the number of video frames it takes you to get from that initial point of contact to that midpoint to when falling ends. Um, And I don't I mean most of the people in the clinic have never seen themselves run in like broken down frame by frame Mm -hmm. because they're like oh there's no way i'm heel striking no 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 or when i'm running i'm always looking up at where i'm going and the reality is video doesn't lie like oh you can see that leg swinging way out and then (sighs) The heel comes crashing down, and then all that impact is sent through the ankle, into the knee, into the hip, and we wonder why we have pain in those joints. So,
2: so talking about this method, and OCR, mm-hmm. and all that, and I mean, a lot of people sit here and watch these after, you know, these live races, who runs good? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can tell you right now, we were watching the Spartan Race World Championship after a few <laughs> beers and it wasn't Killian.
3: <laughs> yeah. No, I, I think uh Hosek uh Woods from from the little bits that I can remember, like they're they're efficient. And that's really what we're after here is efficiency. Is efficiency. yeah Running is hard enough as it is. We don't need to make it more difficult. Like, right. it might be the longest obstacle out on the course, but it doesn't have to be the hardest. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, but we've seen thing. it time point, and time At some point, we're again.
3: all going to run like shit. We're all
1: going to well, run yeah. like shit at some point. Well,
2: I mean, but at the end of the day, you know, we've said it before, you know, you can be as efficient and you want as obstacles, but at the end of the day, these races are won with you mm-hmm. running. Yeah. You know, yeah. so one the one. fastest people with not as great technical obstacle, you know, efficiency is going to be someone who's slow Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Yep.
3: Yeah. 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 So I think those guys are very efficient. They've definitely worked on their running. They've got experience with longer distances with speed, with all that. Um, Yeah. I mean, to Jacob's point, the one person that gets me is Killian. Like he just, his running to me, looks and feels labored, yet he gets the job done. So I'm not saying you need to fix your running. Like, if your running works for you and you're not getting injured, if you're performing like you want to perform, then don't worry about it. But if you're sick and tired of getting injured or waking up with sore knees or sore hips or, you know, sore back or whatever the case is from from your five-mile run the day before, like, something – Something's got to change and something can change. I think that's, that's the important or encouraging thing is like you can change your running form if you put the time in. And I think you know, that's what got oh, good.
1: Uh, no, I, I think one of the things about like, okay, so looking at your, your build mm-hmm. as, as a human, you're, you're how tall, Chris? Right around, right at six. You're right at six. Killian is about built like you.
3: Yeah, I think he's a little taller. Voice. He's a little
1: taller and little, little thinner. A yeah, yeah. little thinner, no, but yeah. but very similar uh, to you. I'm I've been sure bulking, by
3: the way. I've been bulking, so you're that's... you're getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but but like Killian's a lot more similar to your frame
3: than he is to my frame. Yeah, you're kind of like you're you're more muscular, like I'd say Hunter, but not. Yeah, like, uh... Nobody nobody can be as muscular as and fast as mm-hmm. Hunter there. We're not really all about Tony. Yeah, that's there's something there.
1: <laughs> uh, but still, even from this method, I've gained so much, and I could see where Killian, somebody like, would if he dove into the pose method, he could he could benefit a lot from it. In my yeah, mind, yeah, it would be interesting to
3: see. But at, at the same time, anybody that really wants to invest in their running, they need to realize that they're going to have to cut back on running. Oh yeah. And. That's a hard pill to swallow, I think, for for a lot of people because they have performance goals. They have, um, you know, mid-season is not necessarily the time to fix your running.
1: No, no, no. It's it's right, this right. off-season that we're looking
2: well, at. Yeah, and, and now we're approaching the off-season. You know, this is where, you know, gains are made and progress is made. And we talked about that last week or two weeks ago. Um, you know, when we had Dennis on and we were talking about you know preparing for the off-season and. You know, I think too many people overlook the importance of this time.
1: But, but I'll, I'll say this, though. This is where it shows. And this is where, like, okay, so the first race of this championship rodeo, we had Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, that's a 15-mile mountain run, right? Then yeah. you have, realistically, what we just got done with, which we'll talk about here in a few, um,
3: uh, hey, Greece. Can we, can we pause on the Killian and the mountain for a mm-hmm. second? Yeah, how do you, Leah, Le, Lea, how do you run up a hill?
2: How do you run up a hill?
1: Great, great point for the pose method here.
2: <laughs> how uh, do you
1: run up a hill, Leah?
2: I lean forward with short, choppy steps.
3: Okay. All right. Is that so, wrong? <laughs> no, no. You're, you're, you're on point. You're, you're there. Let me just okay. rephrase it for people and give them this idea. So the next time they hit a hill, they can, so we talked about falling. Yep. you can fall up a hill and literally just pull your feet up underneath and they replace them. Just, just replace them so there's none of this like pushing or driving up a hill it's letting gravity pull you up it's your steps definitely are gonna be shorter and choppier um, you're gonna you're gonna fall forward because you're pushing against you know there's more resistance basically when you're going up a hill uh-huh. but you can literally fall up um, Tahoe, you know, <laughs> and, and really conserve a lot of energy. And the best place to do Absolutely. this is just with, you know, you go out and you do some, you find your hill, do those hill, hill repeats, but really like, sl- slow it down and work on, okay, feel it. And again, not to go back to the clinics, but my whole goal with the clinic is not to fix your running. It's to introduce you to that feeling of what running can be. And running can be almost effortless.
2: Well, it sounds. I mean, this is just—it's one of those things that you know I'm, I'm listening to, and I'm I'm trying to like kind of conceptualize how it would feel. I'm like it's gonna be one of those things I'm just gonna have to get out there and just kind of play around and see the difference because it it does. It goes against what yeah. you yeah. think you're supposed to be doing.
1: <laughs> and even my background is a sprinter. Like so in college and college and high school, I was a sprinter because I was lightweight. I could throw on some muscle and I could plow through some some quick hundreds. Mm-hmm. And the the idea was propel yourself and push as hard as fricking possible mm-hmm. and <laughs> make right, yourself you a freaking rocket. The time.
2: Push off the ground and mm-hmm. you know push with your toes. That's where your you know your power is coming from.
1: Exactly, but this is just such it's so efficient. And so that's... where
2: does your power come from if you're just gravity kind of falling?
3: Gravity, gravity is a gravity it's a strong
1: thing.
2: Gravity <laughs> is, is a you bitch. i have to go out there and fall around the ground tomorrow because I'm just gonna have to play with this.
1: <laughs> but here's the okay. So Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a on a side trail here before we go into yeah. into um, the trifecta. So this weekend, yes. actually, so I saw you Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. and but sunday morning i didn't get to tell you about this so i had posted there is a local running group here that i ran with sunday morning we did like 9 miles and just had a good time but my friend matt rust i posted like this big thing on our group chat there i was like here's a bunch of links and here's my friend chris who's po- writing about mm. the pose method and he's a trainer and matt rust i swear to god he came with to me sunday morning with like 20 questions about you and he was just like, he's like, so this pose method, like I'm, he's like, I got, I got a band on order from eBay. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes.
0: Well, but so that leads to like, the
2: next question. The people that are interested and want to learn about it, where, what do they do? Where do they go?
0: All
3: right. Well, so running technique is not my full-time job. It's really just something I'm, I'm passionate about. It's like a, a side team. hustle. It's a side hustle (laughs) and I've seen the, I've seen the benefits it's done for me. So it's like, you know what? So I went and got certified in pose method, met Romanoff, took, you know, his weekend clinic, took a test for the first time since college passed it. So I was like, Oh my gosh, I still got it. Uh, (laughs) And then it's like, yeah, I've had taught probably, I think 10 or so clinics. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's been a while. I think I've only done one this year, just, Life, let's put it that way. Life. Well,
1: last year, you were hustling those clinics. You did uh, so many clinics in 2018.
3: Yeah, and and they 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 are fun. Um, they're stressful because it's like, oh, people are gonna are they gonna get it? Or are they gonna get it? But then eventually, like everybody seems to have that. Oh my gosh, that aha moment. The
1: aha moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes.
3: <laughs> so, so where can people go right now? Mm-hmm. I'll throw this out there. If you're actually serious about changing your, your technique and want somebody to take a look at it, I will gladly take a look at it. I'm going to come back with a book of an email to you
0: that says,
3: <laughs> here's everything that I'm seeing that you could consider working on. Awesome. Now, the problem is most people never come back after that. They're like, well, this is too much work. Well, I mean, that's what work. the
2: motivation is right there, It takes work.
3: It, it takes work. work. Yeah. So if, if you're tired of being injured, come talk to me. If you have a long-term view of where you want to go, come talk to me. Uh, chris,
2: how do people you reach you? you? Yeah.
3: So the best way is probably just through Instagram. That seems to work well. Uh, so gravity.run. Or if you want to email me, it's chris at gravity.run. Um, but the first thing I'm going to ask for is set your phone up horizontal and run by it. And I just want to see basically what we do in the clinic. Where are you landing? How many frames is it taking for you to get to that center point? How many frames is it taking you to fall and then pull your foot off the ground? And from there we can learn a lot.
1: Awesome. You know, you want to know one of my secret goals for 2020, Chris? What's that? I want to go, and so I was talking to my friend Jesse Coomer earlier mm-hmm. uh, this week, um, uh, earlier today, actually. Um, but I want to go and get certified in the Wim Hof method. Yeah. And I want to do, like, a joint class with your po- with your pose method
0: mm-hmm. eventually,
1: and then, like, me do, like, some Wim Hof stuff. And we just have a weird day. <laughs> <which> is- <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's right. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah, I think it would be like, and uh, <laughs> learn how to increase your core temp, all that fun stuff. And oh, by the way, here's
2: how you run. What
3: gravity dude do-
1: <laughs> There <laughs> yeah. you
2: go. In the Finish future, up with craft
3: beers to call
1: it a day. <laughs> right. All right. So
2: all right. So, so we don't have a like- lot of
1: time left here, but I want I want to go on to a few different things here and kind of. So we talked a little bit about the world championship,
0: mm-hmm. and some
1: running forms. Um. So. We're at this weird point of the season, so one month away from Tahoe, we have the Trifecta World Championship, which just happened this weekend. Yep. Now Nicole crushed it. She did great.
2: She did. She won Tahoe and then came back and won um, uh, Trifecta in Greece, which would then put her as the only, really, the only female eligible in Sweden for um, Joe's challenge. However, what I Well, have wait, wait just before,
1: said... before we go there, before we go mm-hmm. there, Leah, so the way the trifecta championship hat works, it's, it's your combined three times. Right. And that, that gets you the trifecta championship. That's a marathon.
2: Yeah, it's a sprint and a super on the first day, and then a beast on the, beast
1: on the th- But it's your combined times, and it's the fastest combined times that weekend.
2: Correct. So, Nicole ended up pulling up the win, For the women women and is set into going into the third race of Sweden, um, top of the game, poised to win the money. However,
1: However, she
2: is not eligible for the money because as a clause to compete at the elite level in Sweden, you had to have completed and um, placed so high in a regular season Spartan Ultra. Which she has not done. She
1: never did an ultra.
2: She did not. So she is not oh, eligible. Shit. Um, And from what I am hearing and understanding at this point, she is going to Sweden to crew for Aaron, who is going to be running Sweden.
1: Oh God. And see, I, have talked about, I talked with you earlier today, Lee, about this. Mm -hmm. I I heard about
2: it after we talked, I I was looking around and someone brought that up and sure enough, this Mm. is, it's true because we learned about this. Yeah. We learned about this last year with Alvin. Remember he was not qualified. He
1: had to jump in at the last second.
2: Yep. So Nicole is not eligible for the million dollar prize. So for all but intents it, and it, purposes, that's done in, for the women.
1: But Nicole would have had to run 80 miles realistically to win the point series, right? But here, and here's my caveat to that Rhea Koble didn't run, uh, didn't run Sparta, and she is one of right. my big votes to do really good this weekend. Um, you know, this is her A game race, she's been planning for this all year. Mm-hmm. You know, props to Rhea, I hope she does really well, Aaron. I've only seen Aaron run one ultra this season.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Obviously he's done great this season. He's a great dude. Um, and I, I saw him do Ohio and he took second to Woodsy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I think Aaron will do very well there. Um, I hope, I, well, I don't know. He will. I hope he does really well. And I think he has the ability to do really well there, but I think okay. we're getting to the point with Chris Chapman here. Efficiency. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Well yeah. I mean because Sweden's
2: you're... gonna be all about efficiency because the goals and the course that's gonna be laid out with the elevation.
1: Two like, thousand if... games <laughs> per lap, five <laughs> yeah. miles. It sucks.
2: It yeah, really I mean, sucks. If you're not running efficiently, you're it just
3: <sighs> <sighs> Yeah. Oh I, I can't even imagine. Like So so
1: before uh, before we let Chris bite at this, I'm gonna go ahead and say for Killian to win the million. The million, a million dollars. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, he's got to make it 105 miles. That's 21 laps. That's 42,000 gain.
2: It's not happening.
1: <laughs> for Adkins, for Adkins to win a million, he has to make it 44,000 gain. Yeah, and 110 miles. That's Chris. Insane. This insane. Chris, is... how does this look?
3: <laughs> Even even if they were hyper efficient it just it just sounds painful like what what is that like two times up Ever, everest or something ridiculous Two
0: and a half, two and a half, two and a half amount? yeah
3: something like that yeah. yeah i mean let's let's take a step back here people like no, no. what you're trying to accomplish is amazing but it's phenomenal like and our whole view of mileage is completely skewed these oh, days yep. Like, mm-hmm. we talk about people, like, training for that half marathon, or even training for that marathon, and it's... We're talking about four marathons in a day.
1: Right. Back to back, elevation. back. Right. 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 With elevation.
3: <laughs> yeah. In Enough. the snow. Yeah. So... Ugh, no. Like, just... just <laughs> no. no. <laughs> just no. <laughs> I mean, go out there and have some fun, but my goodness, when... Uh, and maybe I'm just getting too old for this, but it's like when your body Pretty says old. stop, like you just just
2: stop. Just yeah, stop. We'll, well, I'm <laughs> excited. We'll see how it plays out. We've got some, you know, there's some names going out there, and we'll report back next week about you know how it shakes down. But we will. Who's see. your prediction?
1: Who Who do you think will win, Chris? Uh,
3: give me give me a few that are in the running.
1: Atkins, Killian, um, Woods,
3: Woodsy, Aaron. All right. I'm going to say it's going to be a European. It's going to win
1: it. Okay. And see, I I will almost say the same thing because it's like we're getting to a point now where this European guy came out and won the trifecta world championship because we are just blowing our guys up.
2: Yeah. We're
1: not giving them the time to recover. We're not giving them the time to rehabilitate. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I'm still going Atkins. He's undefeated in a 24-hour race. Anything over, I think, eight hours, he's undefeated. Um, I just... I don't think he's going to get... Don't get me wrong. <laughs> he's not winning a million dollars, but he'll win the race.
3: Yeah, I think there's some... I, I'm i just sort of thinking about this, but I almost wonder if there's a... Just the, the running culture in Europe is is far different. At least that's kind of what I'm picking up than... Than the culture here, running is kind of just that thing you do to get from obstacle to obstacle. Mm-hmm, Whereas over yeah. there, you've got you know the mountain series, uh, you know so what sky series running and
0: yeah, trail running, fell running. It's, running. it's like yeah, Which so.
1: they're starting to do that here in the states mm-hmm. with like the mountain series, and yeah, stuff like that.
3: Yeah, so so, but that's kind of always been there. So people have been training for exactly. These sorts they they of
1: know if you're a mountain runner.
3: Yeah. Right. So speaking of like good running form, like Albin, he just like these short little steps, just right up the side of a mountain. Like there he goes, yeah. and he's gone. You know, just so
1: he has got it. And and here's my thing: this the race this weekend, though we we say 2,000 gain a lap, right? Which is horrible. It, it's freaking. It sucks. It's bad. <laughs> it's bad news bears. But they're at sea level. Yeah. It don't
2: matter. No, so no. Well, it doesn't matter.
1: It, it's a line in the sand, don't get me wrong, but it's a different line in the sand than being in Breckenridge and doing two thousand game per lap.
2: Oh yeah. I mean it could suck fair. even more, but it sucks so bad <laughs> enough it doesn't need to suck more. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: There's not enough oxygen
2: to make it easy.
3: Oh, goodness. Yeah. That's fair.
2: That's fair. Well, we will see how it goes. We will report back on that next week.
1: Additionally, um, if you mm-hmm. don't know. Chris Chapman is also one of the head, like, regular officials for Spartan Race. Oh, um, I don't just, know. I,
3: I'm, I'm losing. I'm, like, fourth or fifth string at this point.
1: Hey, you're still beautiful. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay.
3: I'll, I'll still say. rock that, that staff shirt every once in a while. Yep.
1: Awesome. So, Chris, uh, once again, you can follow him on Gravity Run on Instagram. Reach out. Chris is a pretty good dude. Um, Chris, I first met you. Well, I first learned about you when you won. Oh, You were in the top 15 at the 20. I'm going to toot your horn here right now. I'm going to toot your okay. horn right now. Um, you were the top 15 at Spartan Race World Championship of the last year in Vermont. Mm-hmm. And then we turned around and you... Did you take podium at that Chicago race?
3: No, I, I've always... I like finished eighth for most of my races and until I finally had a breakthrough at some point. So, yeah.
1: But then like, I, you texted me last night and you're like, you know, this bow sucker guy, he cracked a top 10 at the right behind me in <laughs> Chicago. <laughs> and it was the week after Vermont. And like, after that, we were pretty much instant friends.
3: <laughs> That's, right. That's right. I was right. like, who's this guy? He like came up to me after the race, give <laughs> me a big hug. It's like, Oh, this is the guy from. I
1: saw him in Vermont last week. You know,
0: so, <laughs> but but wow. you,
1: you blew me out of the water in Vermont. But like, <laughs> you've been one of my best friends, and um, <laughs> been, and you've just been, been just been such a great uh, dude so, and influence yeah. for me. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. hugs and hugs and shit right <laughs> that's right
3: let's get well, off,
1: we of, appreci- let's get off of this. <laughs> fair enough fair enough <laughs> but- Well, we
2: appreciate you joining us and, and taking the time and we definitely will post a link to your stuff and hope everybody can, can reach out is there anybody that you want to give mention a shout out sponsors to sponsors or anything like that
3: uh, I want to give a shout out to Dr. Romanov for coming up with this pose method thing and saving my running. It was great <laughs> taking the class from him, went up to him afterwards. I was like, I don't know what to say. You saved you saved my running. So awesome. you you don't have to be done. Um I'll I'll send you a link after this to just
0: uh-huh. pose
3: methods. Um Perfect. what is the pose method? And I think that it's like a four minute YouTube video. It it will do a better job of explaining it than awesome. everything I've said.
2: Please do, and we will include that with the show notes, and um, that way people can check it out. Sounds great. Go get some sleep, buddy. Thank you for joining us. All
1: right. It's past my
3: bedtime. Got to
1: go. All right. You have a good night.
3: Take care, buddy. Take care. Bye.
1: Leah, did you learn anything? today
2: you I did I you know I like I said before I've never heard of it before I'm trying to visualize it in my brain and I'm just gonna have to go out tomorrow and fall around
1: drop those hips girl drop them hips (laughs) in
2: (laughs) that is the plan so we will post the link that Chris mentioned in our show notes so um if you are curious about the pose method want to see it visually Um, click on the links below and don't hesitate
1: to to reach out to us. Yeah. Reach out to us. Reach out to Chris. We'll hook you guys up. Um, he's going to host some workshops. So like I said before, he hosted like the first year he got into it, tons of workouts, tons of, Mm -hmm. um, shops and every single, even the shop I did up in Indianapolis, he had like, like 15 people there, Mm. um, pumped to learn about this method and you're not doing yourself it's so much to learn. It's right. not a disservice. It's it's learning something. It's just like a class like anywhere else. And it's so beneficial. Um, God, it's great. It's great. And like I said, guys like me who are a little bit shorter and a little bit stockier versus somebody like Killian or something,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I think there's so much. I, I've benefited from it so much. I think even guys with a different build could, could benefit great from it. Yeah. Um, and then if, you know, like, I decide to go and get Wim Hof certified this next year, man, that would be a fun class to do, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Goodness. Well, we'll have to keep posted on your progress and see where that's going. So.
1: Absolutely. Stay tuned um, for that. Um, without further ado, though, we're going to talk about um, Human Octane. Human Octane is the clothing apparel sponsor of BroCR. We love them. Leah.
2: Yeah, we love them. They great products out there made specifically for OCR you've heard us talking about them you know I'm a big fan of a snack pack um, nothing fits better stays put stays place, and cleans up great when you're done so
1: have you used your snack pack this week
2: um, I actually have used my snack pack this week and I'm getting ready It's currently in the washing machine to be used, um, this weekend at Fenway, although under some warmer clothes because ah, it's going to be cold as hell up there.
1: It's going to be cold in Fenway. You know, we've got Fenway this weekend and then uh, the following weekend we've got the, um, Wrigley.
2: Yep. Well, we up won't be way. at Wrigley. We will be down here. at World. We'll be at,
1: we'll be somewhere else. Right. <laughs> So lots um, of exciting races coming up. Before before we talk about all that, Fenway's Mm -hmm. this weekend. I'm excited to get a feedback from you at Fenway. Yep. Um, Yep. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be be a good race. Oh, it's going to be real cold. Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, But
1: they don't have snow like they do at Wrigley right now.
2: I'm not complaining about that.
1: Okay, fine. Whatever. It's 2019. Although temps are dropping
2: into, like, freezing temperatures. So okay, could.
1: Before we go there, though, before we finish this all off, What's the current temperature right now in Atlanta?
2: Oh, it's cold. Let me look.
1: How cold, um, Leah? Right How now, cold? because in, one week, in
2: Atlanta, it is 52 degrees.
1: That's not that cold. Like That's, that's dream material for a little race that we're going to be at here in like a week and a half. What's oh, yeah. This
2: matter? <laughs> People are going to be wishing for 50-degree weather. So it's dropping down here in Atlanta, and it's dropping fast. We're looking at lows in the 40s and highs in the 60s um (sighs) that's grosser
1: than gross Mm -hmm. and it's so similar to what we saw last year Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
2: i don't think we'll see quite as low as we did last year but
1: no but it's still gonna be low it's still gonna be low
2: right
1: um so anyway that's um that's coming up here world's toughest mutter like next so not next weekend we'll do the cbd thing but the following weekend we'll be recording a few episodes live and having a good time um I can't wait to see you, Leah. I'm excited I know.
2: like I'm excited. It's, we're gonna, have it's gonna be fun. fun. We're gonna find if a you guys are coming down house. there. Make sure. Yes, we're gonna sleep over. <laughs> if anyone else is coming on down, please make sure you say hi to us. Not you're not sleeping over too. But come say hi to us at yeah. World's <laughs> Toughest. Um, you know, make sure you give us a you know, just a say. shout out and
1: yep. come and give us a hug. I'll be my Pikachu onesie and Leah will be as Olaf from yep. Frozen. Yep. And and we're gonna have a good time.
2: Yep. And as always, please take the time to like, subscribe, share the podcast as much as you can. We greatly Absolutely. appreciate it. Um, and you can reach me at OCR Leah on Instagram.
1: I'm Brosecker. Um, until next week. Wait, 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 before we go, is there anything else we're missing this week?
2: I think that covers it for this week. We got Are you lots serious? Of good stuff coming up. I think that's okay. it.
1: Okay, okay. <laughs> All right, have until a fabulous next week.
2: Tuesday, happy election day, go vote.
1: Yeah, go vote. Rock the vote if that's still a thing.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think it might be. Go get your stickers and, and hashtag it. And until, until next then, time.
1: Uh, wait, 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 wait. Before we go, there was not going to be a side hustle this week.
2: Oh, So that, stay tuned for we're next done. week. We're done. We're done with the side hustle.
1: We're done with the side hustle for now. Um, yep. The last side hustle piece that I need to bring on was Johnny Waite from the right. Spartan Up podcast. But guess what, Leah?
2: Hmm.
1: I'm going to bring him in for an episode with Brociar
2: fantastic just just
1: this regular one we're gonna have an we're gonna have the off season we're getting ready to go in the off season this is the last championship race of the season leah
2: i know i know it's an exciting month fun stuff and after
1: that we can kick our feet up make a fire in the fireplace and enjoy just talking about what happened until next week i'm jacob bosecker
2: i'm leah hensley
1: you guys take care
0: this has been the bro cr supercast powered by bro cr media we always love reviews oh and shout outs too want to be on the review drop us a line we know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there but you choose to laugh with us for a while so thanks thank you no thank you thank you no thank you thank you thank you bye and thank you okay thank you bye-bye god bless bye-bye and bye-bye bye-bye and bye bye. Bye, bye everyone. And uh, bye bye. Bye-bye. Bye, bye bye bye.